This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, my fellow cat-loving friends. It's Linda Hoff, 19 Cats and Counting. We had a guest that we were trying to get on forever. We had her on. We fell in love with her. She's a wealth of knowledge. We didn't get to cover half of it. In fact, we turned that podcast into two. So we are welcoming back Pam Rossell so that we can talk more and talk about the mind-body-spirit connection. We'll be back right after the sponsored ad. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my lovely blonde BFF, which Arden Moore says is now best feline friend, which I like way better. So, yes. Hi, darling. Are you excited? Um, I'm excited, especially because my sweetie pie is here. So maybe she wants to be red. I think she, it's Pam's energy. I she do, just attracts so. all of the, yeah. She's behind yes. the computer right now, but she'll show herself again. So let's get Pam in here and get cracking. We never have enough time to talk to you, Pam. Oh. I know. It's so fun. Thank you guys for having me back. And Thank you, you so much for coming back. Yes. You know, always, always completely open. Talk to <laughs> us talk. about them. Yes. Talk to us about the mind, body, spirit connection. What does that mean? You know, I have, I got certified and went through months of training to learn a technique called mind, body, spirit release. And what happens with life is traumatic experiences happen to us, negative encounters, negative experiences, etc. And what happens is when, when we go through situations, and this applies to pets as well, our bodies record every single physiological reaction that happens on a cellular level, and it gets imprinted in our bodies. And it's stored there until it is released. But getting it to release is not, not always very easy because our conscious mind and our subconscious mind don't necessarily talk about the fact that the fire is out, the emergency is over, life is good, I don't have to be in this fight, flight, fright mode anymore. You know, I, I can relax. But what happens is even when we are triggered by a word, a person, a memory, a thought, our body starts to go replay 
all of those reactions at the cellular level again. And it's as if our, our subconscious is reliving that. And yes. we're just going along on the surface like everything's normal because we can we can see we're aware, but the subconscious and the conscious mind don't necessarily connect on that, you know, that trap door between those two were shut and there was no more communication that this crisis is now resolved. So I don't have to be in that mode anymore. And so what happens is we start to carry baggage at the cellular level with all of these memories and emotional blocks, and they start to affect how our bodies work. So they can affect organs and glands and tissues. They affect hormones. They affect the meridians and the chakras in the body. It's quite fascinating how it all interconnects, you know? So when I went through this training and I, I had had mind, body, spirit release sessions done on me for, for several years, just here and there. And, you know, because I wanted to go work on something or I was having trouble getting past something, an issue, something that I was holding on to that I knew I was holding on to that I just needed help getting over, you know? And then other times I thought I had released it all and it comes up in a session. Is that kind of like PTSD? I, I did that already. You know, I thought I had forgiven. I thought I had moved past. I thought I had let go. And somewhere in the subconscious, it was still ruminating, you know, and I wasn't even aware of it. So it was very, very interesting. But it's also really cool because you can see sometimes very subtle differences from the time you have a session to the, you know, maybe a week later, maybe hours later, you can feel lighter. You can feel like this, something has been lifted. Something has shifted. But then even months down the road, you may have some sort of a, tr what used to be a trigger that all of a sudden you realize is, huh, it doesn't bother me anymore. And you really, it doesn't bother you where it used to get under your skin and you grit your teeth and you would roll your eyes and your eye, you know, and have some sort of a response. But then all of a sudden one day it doesn't, it's just like, it doesn't even faint you. And that is what is so cool because it can be that subtle, you know? So no matter what you want to work on in life, whether it's, you know, finding your purpose, finding your ideal job, maybe it's just restoring relationships with people that you've had disresonance with, you know, for a while, or people that were estranged. Um, it's just fascinating how sometimes those energetic cords, I would call it, are just cut, and it allows that energy to be restored. And it's not necessarily that we do anything. Um, in most cases, the client's family member or friend or whoever it is that they have disresonance with will just out of the blue reach out back to them. So it's not that the client didn't have to do anything. They just had to release stuff. Well, it's, it's well documented, is it not? That if you're looking for love, you can't find anyone. But the minute you're in love, there are suitors everywhere <laughs> because you're letting off this confident energy instead of I need love. Right? I think it's the same when you stop looking too. you start yeah. looking and then people usually oh, find yeah. the person. Yeah. 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 Not me, of course. For, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just I'm, done, but yeah, I'm permanently single. Right? And we all carry baggage, <laughs> every single one of us. You know, I remember my first marriage was abusive. And when I married my second husband, who was the most precious person 
on the planet, may you rest in peace, would not have harmed a hair on my head, really thought I walked on water. Yes, crazy. But anyway, um, yes, exactly. (laughs) And one day he moved too fast and put his hand up and I flinched. And he was like, how could you even think I'd hit you? And I'm like, just a reflex. Don't. I don't know where that came from. So that was all resonating with me as you're saying this, the things that I'm like, I'm done. I'm over it. I laughed. I don't live in the same state. I don't talk to him. It's eyes are completely cut. My daughter was adopted by my second. I mean, I got nothing. Why was that? Why did I flinch? Right? Like it's a trigger. Yeah. We all have them. A million of them. Yes. It is. When you were saying that about estranged relationships, I have, I'm estranged from two people that used to be close friends, Linda, you know who they are. And it bothered me for a long, long time, but I finally let it go. And I can talk about both of them now without feeling hatred. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. I guess that's kind of what you're talking about. It's gone off my shoulders. There are certain things yeah. like your your visor in your car, Rita. Oh gosh, yes. Her ex husband. Let's hope he doesn't listen to our podcast. Her ex husband, every time she put the visor down, Sorry, know, would say, "Why are you putting that down? You don't need it." So it's become a joke. Okay, how long have you been divorced? Thirty-one years. Thirty-one years. And to this day, if we're in the car and she puts the visor down, one of us will say something. You know, it's just <laughs> it's that moment that's like, you know? yes, yes. it, and then I'll flip it back up and I'll be like, no, damn it, I can flip it down <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> Thirty-one years later. So, how do we release this? How do you get to that point of not carrying it around? This is what's so cool because, it, like I said, this works for for cats it works for dogs it works for pets just in general because they take on you know our stress sometimes our emotional stuff but then they have their own experiences in life too where they have negative experiences and traumas that get imprinted at the cellular level in their bodies and that they hold on to and store and and it usually manifests in physical symptoms or behavioral issues as we've all experienced uh, working in feline behavior. So um, the cert- the mind, body, spirit release is a tool to go in and asking the body questions using muscle testing or what I like to use as pendulum because you're, you're doing it for like an hour and a half to two hours straight. So we're just adding, I'm asking questions and going through all the charts and stuff that I work with and just identify all of the blocks. It's a little harder for cats. and They can't tell you what the block is, you know? Right, right. So for example, like we go through emotion, emotional blocks, there's emotion mixes, there's limiting beliefs that that can be more for people. Of course, it can affect hormones and neurotransmitters, base imprints, such as things like viruses and candida and mold and mitochondria may come up biofilm the parasympathetic or the sympathetic nervous system the vagus nerve and then we we look into organs and glands and tissues and see what emotions are stored or being held in specific organs that come up because there's a lot of organs and tissues that hold emotions we would be shocked do you, you know, we were talking to Jane, Adrienne, those two crazy cat ladies one day, and they were talking about one of their cats. And I don't remember what the deal was, but it was an incredibly stressful, horrible situation. I think one of the cats had passed or something that the cat wasn't taking it well. He went temporarily deaf for a while. And she said, we never could figure out the reason. And I said, I think I can tell you that we're like, stress causes physical ailments, it right? It just, he went deaf and then he got it back. And they were like, I don't know. And I said, 
I think I do. So that's a perfect <laughs> yeah. example of it. You know, the organs, your eyes are organs, right? So how do you help the cat get over ears are organs. Like that? Yeah. What we do is we use in cases like when we're doing remote stuff, I use myself as a surrogate for the cat, or I use their picture, or I use, I'm a surrogate for the person that I'm working on. And we use a red light laser and you pulled it over certain neural points and calming points and meridian points of the body to like break up that stress response to those imprints and it you can actually i can feel it i mean i can feel the laser in my body it's like this heat it's penetrating it's i can feel it in my head i can feel it in my heart and it just truncates like all of those cords all that energy and it's gone you identify everything and then you hold that paper and you clear and then and then you go retest to make sure everything is strong and it's strong then we we take steps to figure out okay what do we need to do from here to reinforce what we just cleared out because you cleared out you cleared out the garbage right so now we want to make sure that we input some good stuff to replace that garbage so you know for people it might be um specific breath work meditation flower essences it might be reading a certain book that relates to something that they wanted like if they're searching for the perfect career or you know success in their business maybe it's a book like think and grow rich by napoleon hill it's something that we can do maybe it's verbal affirmation using specific essential oils that have vibrational frequencies that can be really really helpful and reinforcing and then you know maybe reiki for animals, you know, there's so many things. I mean, sometimes they need pharmacy, they need like a nutraceuticals, they need some supplements, they need some gland support, they need to do some detoxing, because maybe there was chemicals and heavy metals that were in, you know, involved in their health, physical symptoms and stuff that they were going through. Um, maybe they need some food therapy, or um, color therapy is a favorite crystal therapy so using crystals and using colors and using flower essences and homeopathy there's just so many tools i'm looking at my list how do the crystals work i was what? just <laughs> how did you know i just wrote that down because we have the we, same brain yeah so you know we had mentioned that spray that we use from that lady who is what we like to call woo woo and we just adore her and the stuff all works and she talks about vibrations and stuff and she always at checkout says would you like some crystals with that and i've always okay how does that change or increase the efficacy of the product well crystals all have their own unique vibrational frequency just like colors just like flowers just you know sound has a vibrational frequency but crystals have their own specific frequencies. And if you do an online search for like the properties of, let's just say rose quartz, that's a very popular common crystal. If you were to do a search for rose quartz and pull up what it, what that rose quartz is represents or what it's good for frequencies, how it's used for like healing heart, like emotional like sadness and and things like that it will list all the great properties that crystal that rose quartz can be helpful for so what are you supposed to just hold the how do you use them 
You know, there's so many ways. I mean, some people actually have jewelry that they oh. can wear. Okay. In the case of a pet, you can just put the little cr a crystal, obviously not the size that they can eat. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Let's clarify that. But, you know, like <laughs> that crystal little... didn't help. I can't choke <laughs> on it. What was that supposed to do? <laughs> but you can put it like next to where they sleep or, or next to where they like to hang out or sit because crystal energy is very, very powerful for animals because animals are very sensitive to energies. Okay. So whenever we want to use a crystal therapy in some form, you want to make sure that wherever you put it, the animal can get away from it. When they've had enough, they know, and they can just get up and walk away. So same thing with like color or, you know, things like that. You just, you don't want to attach it to them per se, because then they can't get away from it. When they've had enough, they're going to be like agitating and fidgety, like get, get this off of me. Too much, too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. So it, it's just, you can put crystals in the corners of your house to like, a lot of times, if you're trying to keep like bad spirits or kind of bad set up a perimeter of energy, of my head. A grid, like I need that. Know, right. Your house. <laughs> okay. You can okay. Crystal. Or you can even put crystals. Like if there's a special place in your house that you like to have little knickknacks or, you know, candles or whatever. You can just put, you know, like a little crystal garden and just collection. And whenever you feel like you need some little extra something, you can just pull out whatever crystal corresponds to the way you, you know, you need support. And you can just put it in your pocket, carry it around for a little while. A little while. You can put it on your desk next to where you work. It's just, it's just giving off that frequency. Cool. We have to take a little break right here. Oh, okay. Um, but we'll be back with Pam Roussel in just a few minutes. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting, my co-host and BFF, my ride or die, Linda Hall, and the amazing Pam Roussel, who's enlightening us. We're, we were talking about crystals before we went to break. Yes. You know, we, we start off on the very skeptic side, but then as you see things, like I said, with this solution that helps with anxiety and says it's got, you know, good vibration, we're like, ha, 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 it works. I'm not arguing with anybody anymore. <laughs> so, and we do know that there are natural things just like, you know, I used to be a certified nurse assistant for hospice. 
there are things with the moons and the holidays and the way there are things that do coincide with people's deaths, illnesses, ask anyone who works in the emergency room, what they think or labor and delivery, what they think of a full moon. And that is energy. So energy. Yeah. We can't deny it. If we can see it, we can't deny it. Right. Color therapy was the other end of this. So how do you use color therapy and what colors are we looking for? What does what? Oh, this is one of my favorite tools because number one, it's cheap, if not free, because we all tend to have colors in our home that we can pull from. And so I'll tell like a lot of times, you know, you can grab a towel, you can grab a pillow, you can grab a shirt, um, a piece of paper that's colored a certain color, um, even a piece of food, if it's a certain color, you know, just having something that particular color and set it beside the pet or on their favorite sleeping spot or hangout spot. It's so cool. Um, and they will gravitate to it when they need it. It's fascinating to watch. So for example, some of the colors that I use quite frequently correspond to the chakra colors. So if there is a cat that has like a lot of emotional sorrow or hurt or, um, they feel very frightened and they just need some grounding and feel secure and things like that. The color green is very helpful. So like think of the color grass, green grass. It's very grounding to go outside and connect with nature. I am one of those people. And it just started in the last couple of years. who will go outside and take my shoes off and just plant myself in the grass and yes. just try to soak it up. And I coming from being such a skeptic, I feel ridiculous every time I do it, but it really <laughs> does feel good. And I feel the need to, I feel drawn to it. Yeah. So yeah, there is a, there is an energy exchange between the earth and our body that goes on when we are swimming in, on the earth. In I there. wonder if that's why I don't like the color of the walls in my house for when I didn't pick it. And for two, it's not a vibrant color. It's like a not where I am right now, but downstairs, it's like a toast color, like a coffee with cream color. I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah, green is one. And it's also corresponds to the heart chakra, which green is the color of the heart chakra. So if a cat, for example, has a lot of digestional issues, um, intestinal, pancreas, stomach, those kind of issues, color yellow can be very beneficial because yellow is the color of the solar plexus chakra. And so they, it has a healing vibration and they go sit on a yellow whatever until they feel like, okay, I'm good. You know, I can get up and go do whatever. The color orange is really good for cats who have urinary issues, kidney, bladder, things like that. It corresponds to the sacral chakra color and it's very warming. So, you know, if a cat has been very standoffish and they're kind of, they just need some warmth, maybe they've been very distant or whatever. Orange is very warm. You know, it's very, think of like the color of a fire, it's heat, you know, that so that can be helpful. And then let me go back. Yellow is very cheerful. So if you have a real grumpy cat that's grouchy <laughs> all the time, you know, they just need a little yellow in their life. They need some sunshine. They need some happiness, you know, so those can be very helpful. Um, and then a cat who has been very sick, let's say they're overcoming a surgery or they've been very ill. The color pink is very healing and huh. you can just, like some people have pink cat bed, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you'd be surprised those cats just go to that color when they are convalescing, trying to recover from whatever illness or, you know, ailment, surgery, whatever they gravitate through pink. It's fascinating. 
And then if you have a cat who is very shy, maybe who was, you know, just doesn't have a lot of confidence, the color red is very good because red is the color of the root chakra. So that's where we get our. So Picasso needs red. My Picasso needs red. <laughs> I've always been, I love red and I think it looks good on me. And when I need to get my hood spot, you know red. what I'm talking about? When I need that red empowering moment, I wear red, right? It's my like, favorite color, yeah. red. Yeah. If I was going to an interview or something, it'd be my red dress. Like I'm here. Yes. Charge. That's yes. That's your confidence builder. Yeah. Cause that's where, you know, that's where we're rooted. That's in your survival and your physical safety and things like that from an emotional side, but just from that confidence. Yeah. That- I feel stronger and more empowered when I wear the red dress. It's a true story. Yes. Yes. My second favorite color is what you're wearing, Linda, the royal blue. Oh, the royal blue. Yes. I also love this color. This is my second favorite for wearing. Yes. Yeah. So if you have a cat that's very aggressive and like bullies everybody, do not give them red. Right. <laughs> do not give them red. Because that's like a ball, Torah, Torah, right? Yeah. You don't want to do that. That could be very aggressive. Yeah. You, know, you take a cat that's already like that. That's the last color you want to give them <laughs> or a dog that's wearing, you know, don't put on a, a red collar, a red bandana. Or, yes, exactly. No, uh-huh. Not for an aggressive, you know, dominant air kind of animal. That's not what they need. <laughs> How about the blues and purples? What are those? Are those good for relaxing or something? I'm going to pull out my chart here. So like the crown chakra is more of that amethyst color. Like I love your colors in the back of your. Oh, I do too. That's one of the reasons oh, I got picture. that. Yes, one. I love that so, photo. So pretty. So Looks like, like crayon cats. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the, the amethyst color would be like your crown chakra. That's where we connect to source. That's where you get your enlightenment. That's where you um, consciousness. I haven't really used that color so much with a cat, although amethyst and turquoise are considered master healer crystals uh-huh so if you have a i love the color amethyst and turquoise and i have some amethyst crystals so if you don't have a color pink you could use amethyst or um, a turquoise as a master healer and just set those little crystals next to their their spots or whatever so that's kind of fun and then the third eye chakra is more of your indigo blue you know and that's like i i would think um like clarity I almost think like creativity, creative kind of solid focus. If you need some focus, like you're really having a hard time struggling with focus, get that kind of a color or crystal would be really good. Not so much in the pet space. We don't see that as much, but the, the other colors and throat chakra is more of a blue, not a deep blue, but just like a regular medium blue color. So like a cat who maybe, um, Maybe just, you know, some cats don't meow very well. Like they just don't have their voice. Mm-hmm. I have so a that, few like the that. Chakra color or the, the throat chakra is associated with finding your voice and being able to speak. So that might be something that you could play with for a cat that just needs to find their voice a little bit. Or if they're having trouble eating or you know, anything that has to do with swallowing or the throat or thyroid, that might be a really good color beans for them. So it really does make a difference what color beds and food bowls and things you give to your cats. It can be if you want it to be, you know? Well, yeah. 
I'm guessing I don't have to color coordinate everything with chakras. I can, you know, I just really like that pink bowl. I'm just going to get the pink bowl or purple or whatever, gray, whatever. But, but purposefully being able to lay these things out to help. And I, I know I, um, I, for many, 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 many years, the walls were either blue or they were some beige or something. And I did blue accents. And a couple of years ago, a friend talked me into yellow and I stayed away from yellow because I don't look good wearing it. Mm-hmm. Honey, I love the the kitchen, the dining room, the kitchen, living yellow, room, yes. and the halls are all yellow. And it is sunshiny. It does cheer me up. I have noticed what that does for me. And I'm like, I am a big yellow fan now. And before I was like, no, it depends yellow, on the but, shade of yellow. Yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah. Like it's, really out, like oh, that's too much. But yeah, it's not obnoxious, but beautiful yellow. It's like oh, that's perfect. Yes, it's just pretty and light and sunny and happy. I like happy. Yes. We all need a little more happy right now. Yes. Yeah. Life's, yeah. life's been fun lately. You know, these last few years, we all need some more happy. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. You don't want that yellow that's in my picture back there. That's no, 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 that's a little too much. That's good for an accent, but not for a whole wall. Yeah, no, this <laughs> turned out just perfect. But I was like, I fought this for so long and I love it. Like I'd staying yellow for a lot of years. I tend to find things I like and stick with them. I don't change up very often. And I'm, I'm not the best at change. I mean, I do what I got to do, but I don't embrace it. Let's just say (laughs) just like a cat cats don't embrace change. If you're trying to introduce a cat that's more aggressive with a cat that's more shy, will the colors help them choosing the right colors for each of them? I would use the color for the shy one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, because I I'm thinking of it in terms of a vibration. You have a really strong, dominant one versus someone who's really low vibration, not as confident, kind of scared, you know, we want to bring theirs up a little bit, you know, so I I would focus on the one who's less confident. Okay. Yeah. We often say that when we're talking about anxiety and the person is just dead set on Muffy, 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 the crazy aggressive cat. And we're like, no, no, no. Fluffy, who's being picked on, has been living with her high school That's bully, the one that and needs she needs a little help too. Well, she needs more help, I think, because boosting her confidence will make the other one not so aggressive towards. And we do, we see there's the cat that's out for the throat. And then there's the cat that looks at the other cat and just flops on its back and lays there and plays dead. Don't hurt me. To you, please don't hurt me. No, it's true. And I have a funny story. If you have time, I have, I have a cat whose name is Aylin. She's the baby. I think you might've met her last time. I don't know. And here, I think she's over there sleeping. They're never around when you want them to be. <laughs> True story. She, she, she's usually like coming up and, you know, once held whenever I'm on a meeting. Yep. Is she the white one? Is she white? She's a little tiny. Yeah. The chocolate. Yeah. I wanted to steal her last time you showed her. So you're probably better not showing her. <laughs> she's like six pounds and thinks that she's 20, right? She's just dumb. That's she like my rules, pie. My she pie rules pie. the house. And one of our previous cats, a female who was the oldest female at the time, she was so jealous of her and, you know, God bless her. You know, we gave them all equal love and whatever, but I guess maybe she just being the baby. She's like seeing another female, like, you know, she would stalk poor Lily and she would, and she just wanted to play. I'm really convinced she just wanted to play. It was young, you know, and then here's an easy target because she's, 
she's like, I'm beyond playing. I just want to chill and just leave me alone and don't look at me and don't stalk me. But she did. And she would just stalk, you know, like sneak up and just, you know, and then yep. it, she plays like, like tag, like tag here mm -hmm. and then runs off. Right. Well, Lily passed away in January. And let me just say, we have ghosts in our house now. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. So Lily is back and she is giving Aylin a run for her money. <laughs> and, I, and it's karma. It's karma. Oh, yeah. That's hysterical. I'm having to do so much of this. I'm <laughs> on Aylin now because she is like, she's like terrified hanging out in the closet just crawling back there and she's afraid and she's hiding under stuff and um oh. she's you know opening the door it's like y'all seen it i'm sure like like walk up and then there's nothing there that you can see but they act like there's a wall and like uh no i'm uh -huh. trying to go around and i can't get around and there's something in the way well all four of my cats and spirit are back right now and I've had to do that through muscle testing. I've been able to figure out where the spiritual interference is coming from. And I figured out they're all here and she smells them. She'll, she'll sniff the bed sheet. She'll sniff me at night and she'll get under the covers and then she'll get aggravated and she'll start biting <laughs> the air. There's nothing that we see that I see. Exactly. No, but I get but it. It's, it's the cats and spirit and they are. And Lily is, is now getting back. <laughs> because she can oh my gosh <laughs> that is hysterical They're, the roles have been reversed but it's it's just funny to see now lily is obviously very confident because nothing can hurt her oh exactly she's <laughs> like yeah she's like i got all I got my stuff my now baby back. i got yeah you think you got something yeah nothing yeah. we see that so often too and then the scared cat runs to get away and the other cat's going, oh, look, Ooh, the game, game is on. <laughs> and it just feeds into each other cyclical. And it's like, okay, we got to put a stop to this because this poor cat just wants to hide. But all she's doing is increasing that prey drive. Yeah. Right. Chase after. Her. Right. It's I know. Awful. They just want to play. They just want to play. Yes, I know. Yeah. I know. Something up. Find and their even match. It. Let's find an even match. You know, someone on your level, on your level. Truth. Person. We say that a lot when we're advising, we say, go into a rescue or a foster home, even better, get a idea of that personality. You know, yes. my, my favorite local rescue FFRC, when you come in, they'd say on a scale of one to 10, 10 being super ornery play all day, you know, climbing the curtains, <laughs> one being couch potato. What are you looking for? I like a five. I want to play, but I want to snuggle, right? You got any fives around? Well, you know? There's been times when you said you wanted a certain cat and they're like, no. Yeah, we had we had it. We were watching their webcam and we had a cat picked out and we walked in. And of course, the owner knows me well. And, and I said, we want so-and-so. And she said, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Who do I want then, Jackie? I don't remember who we brought home. We brought home somebody. But, you know, they know these cats and how they fit in and how they behave with other cats and how dominant they are. You don't want some crazy dominant, I believe I am king coming in when you've already got a king, right? Yeah, like, that's there's a recipe for disaster. On the throne. Yeah. Exactly. It and is. they're going to be calling for a behaviorist. And yes, exactly. So, <laughs> yes, talk to, exactly. talk to the people who know these cats and get an idea of their personality because you got to have some matches. 
on the other hand, though, don't steer clear of the shelter just because you don't know. I mean, oh, no. no, especially yeah. if you don't have a cat at home. You know, you can deal with just about any type of personality. And those shelter cats really need out. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And a lot of shelters, our local shelter, they have volunteers that come in and play with the yes, cats. And our, so our they do have a they have a clue and they do allow the cats. They are not in a cage. They're in a room where the cats can be together. So there's that blessing that we know for at FFRC, cats. at our local shelter. No, they're in no, cages. Yeah, our local shelter does that too. Yeah, FFRC, they have the rule of the whole place. Those cats live like, huh? They got the life. Let me tell you, they got the life. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. The only reason I encourage it is because they have to turn somebody away and we need to make room. But honey, those cats aren't hurting. Trust me. Well, we're almost up. We're almost out of time. Darn Uh, it. Pam, was there anything that we haven't gotten to that you want to wrap up for us? No, I think that was it. I just, I wanted to just share what Mind Body Spirit released. I'm so excited. And I I have... I have an entire page of notes that I've been taking just from you talking. We have learned so much. This is so valuable. And we're yeah, so we can implement this knowledge in our, yeah. in our session. Yes, we sure. can. Yes, it's we can. So exactly. Yes. Yes. A lot of places we can put this into place. And we like to promote that, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, get this product and this product and this product, and this product, and this cat bed. And people are like, you know, I just paid for a session. I can't pay for all this too. So we like to give out as much that we can do that. You can help, you know, fine. You don't have a pink bed, get a pink blanket, get a pink towel, get a pink something, you know, yeah, these are things that people can closet, put into place. Pull out, pull out a pair of shorts or a pair of pants or a dress. Or exactly. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. You know? it's, Yes. And just use the color. Yes. And cats like Stella don't use red. <laughs> no, don't use, don't use red on Stella. She's our quintessential. She was just a large in charge girl who didn't want anyone but her human mother to be in existence. And she is fortunately tolerating a kitten now and oh. we got it even, but yes, we would never put red under Stella. <laughs> now we know Stella's large and in charge enough she doesn't need any help (laughs) Pam thank you so much for coming here and enlightening us Um, you're so welcome uh, we've learned a lot I hope our audience learned a lot yes how easy for them to implement some of this and help their cats and I hope you'll come back again I hate that we have to wrap up but we do. Um, Linda Hall, as always, thank you for being my ride or die. Always, baby. <laughs> and Mark Winter for giving us the spot on Pet Life Radio. He's Until best. next time, remember, every day is Catterday. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.